We try to play with great pace. We try to play with great pace. Ran a lot of pick and roll, pick and pop uh, type actions. Oh, you'll see us play. Some people look at the guy next to him and say, what the hell was that shot? Hell, I could have been Gronk before Gronk was Gronk. Welcome back to another edition of Corn Nation's Glorious of Bangarangs and Daggers. I am your host, Patrick Gearhart, and with me, as always, when he's not on vacation, Nate McHugh. Nate, how are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing great. It's, it's uh, humid around here. Uh, we were supposed to have a softball game, and uh, it got rained out, and we went and got groceries instead. So it was a uh, went old school. I said, you know, it, could be, it was a full Sunday, you know. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I'm doing great. Nice. Now we we had I got groceries this morning too. We got rain earlier this afternoon, so that probably explains why you got rained out tonight for your softball game. Um, but yeah, no, it's now it's now warm. It's now humid. It's now late July in Nebraska. It's hot, man. It's hot. Yeah, and uh, you know I we we needed some rain. You know, other parts of the state don't, but. Um, it, you know, I think we needed it and I'm glad we got it and, and I thank God for, uh, condi- air conditioning every day. Yeah, no, it's definitely a benefit. Air conditioning, air conditioning is definitely a plus for our, our area of the state. It's a, uh, it's a lot more humid than the Western half. Uh, hopefully many of you understand that, that it's a lot more arid out in the Western half of Nebraska and a lot more humid on, on our end in the Eastern half. But, uh, yeah, no, we, we're doing well out here crop wise. We definitely need the rain. Uh, things are looking a lot better. So, yeah, no, the uh, the storm was much well appreciated. Now, unlike last week or the last couple weeks, there has not been a whole lot going on in the wonderful world of Nebraska ball. But this week, this last week on Tuesday in particular, Nebraska had a practice and a good chunk of the media world was invited. But, Nate, I wasn't invited. Were you? No, I wasn't, and I was not happy about it. <laughs> yeah, I woke up. Uh, I woke I up the next to... morning, and yeah, it was it was it was a little frustrating. It was the morning after the last podcast we recorded, and you know, so then the our so our podcast got published a day or two later after the practice, and so it's like, oh, dang it, you know, uh, for people who don't know at Coronation, we do receive reports or uh, i guess a statement in the department regarding practices getting passes what we need to do got nothing for the most part they do and you know they probably and his crew do it sids do a very good job but i knew nothing of this practice whatsoever yeah and um i I kept on contact Seamus about wanting to go and i said i'm going to say I'm going to go as a, as a basketball coach and as a member of the media because I just want to sit there and listen and just listen to Hoiberg and what they, how they teach things. Soak it all. And, yeah, and so our, our head coach here um, at the high school, I, you know, he, he wants to go as well. He actually got to go to uh, Tim Miles' practice when he was at Gretna. And he said – and he, they actually took a play from it. And, and they named it Nebraska. 
And <laughs> now it just so happens to be it's a lot of motion, cont- uh, you know, a lot of the same back and forth. And uh, there are a lot of schools now that run that offense, and it's because of Tim Miles. And uh, it's like a high ball screen from side to side. And uh, I really, it, it's I really like it. And there's schools that run it a lot better than others. And we, uh, but uh, so yeah, so you can guess if you will go to a high school basketball game. Uh, you might see what we called 55 or what uh, other schools call Nebraska. Um, but everyone knows what it is. So it's, it's it's not like a secret. Everyone knows what it is. But it's, it's still hard to guard. So, yeah, I want to go to practice, and I want him to go with me. And I have yet to ask. But I was – I'm like, you know, like – because I would have jumped at – I would have jumped at it. You know, if they said, oh, yeah, if you want to come to practice as a member of the media – then yeah, heck yeah, and, and you know when the media is at practice, then they're going to do things like they did, which is run oh shell drill, which for people who don't know is a defensive drill where generally it's four out, four in. That every I mean, and it's so boring, but it's so important, and so you know they did that, and that's one of the things that I thought that it's just a thing. Even at small school in Nebraska, you're you're running and teaching your ki- your kids the same th- things that Division One coaches are teaching their Division One players. And by the way, the NBA coaches are teaching their NBA players. You know, then after you after that, you move out and you get more complex and how you want to defend certain things. But still, it all starts at shell drill, and so I think it's cool. So we could have we we could have definitely have used this information. We could have given it to the masses. We could have educated not just our listeners, but also other high school Nebraska basketball aficionados. You know, have them better understand what's going on, not only within our program, but kind of what could be taken and used on a high school level. But no, no, Nebraska decided not to. Instead, we've got a rundown from the Journal Star. I think twenty four seven was invited, maybe, and uh, and the Omaha yeah. World Herald and Omaha, yeah. you know, they, they they did a decent rundown. It was okay, I, you know. It's I didn't get a whole lot out of it. I wish we had a guy who knew what he was doing there. No offense to any of the Omaha World Herald and Lincoln Journal Star folks, but you know, somebody like you there would have been a a, a good eye to at least see what kind of talent this is. Um, you know, we we know who's good. You know, Delano Banton. You know, Banton. I'm sorry, Delano Banton. He he. You know, he's a Western Kentucky transfer. He's not yet. You know, eligible yet. He's got to sit out a year. But you know, he was looked upon pretty highly. He's six foot eight. Over, you know, around two hundred pounds. Shot the ball well. Uh, went up and down the court really, really well. Uh, motioned well within the offense and defense, but. Uh, you know, outside of, you know, again, we got a year before he's out there. Um, we got Matej Kavas out of Seattle University. He sounds good. We've only got a year for him, but, I mean, he's he's got a decent shot, but not not, not the fastest guy in the world. Um, you've got, you know, another guy who we're waiting on, if, see if he's eligible, Shamel Steven, uh, Stevenson. He's from Nevada. 
Uh, good size guy, six foot six, two forty five, solid. Should be good, good guard in the Big Ten. But again, another guy we're not going to know about oh, yeah, for okay, a while. Okay. Sorry. Go. Yeah, and so I want to. Yeah, I want to interject really quick. So I, I don't know if someone in the media said at one point, "Oh yeah, Sh- Shamel Stevenson's going to play in the post." And I guess at practice they had five and five. Uh, they played a five and five at the end, and that he played. In, in the front, which is, you know, the post and all that. Uh, you know, part of it is that Yvonne, you know, he's playing in France, right? Not in France, but he's, uh, I think he's in Greece, but he's playing for France in the 18 and under in their, I think, in their um, international tournament. And he might be playing there now. I just, I am not buying the Shamel Stevenson playing a, what, they would, what we might call a post player or a forward, or sorry, a backcourt position. Because he might, I mean, Hoiberg might want to run on just four guards and a post player, and that might be his idea. And honestly, when and things are looking, so he it's, probably will. Yeah, and I think he's going to have to. That's, and then you yeah, just hope. What, yeah, he, it's, 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 just, it's, it's, it's almost inevitable that he's going to have to go four. Yeah, and so Stevenson, is, he's going to have to guard. You know, it depends, okay. So the other coach on the other side is going to have to decide, okay, who you're going to give up one thing or the other. You're going to have a guy, uh, you're going to decide that you're going to have someone who can guard Stevenson, especially if he, he can shoot uh, from the outside, or you're going to have a guy that could probably can barely guard him, but guess what? Stevenson's going to have to play defense on the other side. You're say, and that's what I think I always bring up Purdue. And that's what I think Purdue's going to end up doing. It's like, hey, we have a guy that may, you know, who can just stay somewhat around him, you know, can contest shots. Oh, and by the way, let's go the other way, down the other side of the floor, and let's see Stevenson guard either, you know, six ten or six eleven, you know. And I just and, you know. and we're not so going to see find, that in the first few games. He's not going to go against no, offenses that he's not going to have to worry about, you know. And then, yes. and honestly, throwing another guy, Cam Mack, a guy who everybody's high on. But we have no clue what he's going to be like. He's not even eligible yet. You know, it was almost yeah, as if and, it was almost scary. as if this practice was just a teaser to give the local media something to talk about because there's been absolutely nothing going on in this this roster that should be technically high on on paper, as they say, on paper, high on talent is 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 still a very big work in progress. Yeah, I would I would compare Cam Mack for the this year's upcoming basketball team to Adrian Martinez. Um, not not that he's he, that not that Cam Mack's going to be the the um, comparable Heisman candidate, but that how this team goes, I think it's going to be on Cam Mack, he's, and we better hope that he is who we th- hope he is. You know, the way they're talking about Cam Mack, Cam um, Mack's going to be the difference maker. And that, and we're not talking like difference maker between a 500 team and a you know shot at you know winning the Big Ten. We're talking about you know uh, bottom of the Big Ten versus middle of the Big Ten, and what's the future going to bring after that? Am I right? Yeah. I mean, it, uh, it, I mean for the most part, like we're talking about a player who's going to carry probably yeah. the team, but it's a team that's still going to be a work in progress progress this year. You know, so it's not like, you know, Adrian Martinez, and in a way, that's kind of how Adrian Martinez was last year. You know, if it wasn't for Adrian Martinez, those four wins in football could have possibly been two to three. 
Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, honestly, like that's kind of what you're getting at, right? Yeah, he's just so important. And then if he goes down, yeah. then we got to figure out who the he, – he's the only pure point guard on the, the roster right now. Closest thing to a pure and point guard. And then so they're well, – actually, no, there's two pure point guards. The second one is Delano Banton. But he's got He's got a ways. One of the coolest things that I, I, I heard this uh, this last week I'm saying on the radio, um, Robin Washit was, was there, and one of the interesting things is Delano Banton is until Yvonne gets here, um, he's the tallest guy in the team, I guess. You know him and um, Kavas, they're both six, six, foot six eight. eight. Yeah, but Delano Banton is a a point guard, and they said that he initiated a lot of the offense. He plays like uh, a point they're five guard. on five. Yeah, he they're not going to transfer yes. him to a forward. It's an it's it's. It's not going to happen. Yeah, and they and Robin Washington made a point. Excuse me. That um, I uh, which I think should be music to the ears of Nebraska basketball fans is that the Hall Banton might not be here very long, because I mean, if you have, if he ends up being who we think he could be, a six eight point guard. Um, who I guess takes like five steps and is halfway down or is all the way down the floor or can, you know, can hang out the ball. He's, he's not going to be here very long. He's going to, he's going to the NBA, which is what we want, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in Nebraska basketball, you know, that's what Fred Hoiberg does. He brings in guys. And by the way, he said, Oh, by the way, I'm gonna put you in the NBA. I think you said, uh, Patrick, uh, uh maybe it was a month ago, but it was 10, or 11 players that Hoiberg's put in the NBA since he's been, you know. Yeah, when he was at Iowa State, yeah. I mean, it's huge. Yeah, and I think it's that's great. huge. Yeah, no, and he could be it. But you know what? We're not going to know for another year. He's got to sit out. Yes. So, I, I'm, yeah, exa- ex- I'm really <laughs> what excited. What are we Yeah, man. exactly. Uh, it's like he's got to sit out. So, we got to worry about this year, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, six eight point guard, really? Yeah. You know, uh, you know. So it's you know, he had a triple double against Wisconsin here at Western Kentucky. So uh, he'll be good. Cam Mack, what? He will be good. He could be good. Should be. Oh yeah, he's when it happens. Uh, first team All American, uh, number one NBA draft, future uh, Delano Banton. I think that's uh, write it down. Uh, no, but, you may uh, all quote. You may all quote <sighs> Nate. You may all quote Nate on that. No, no, you have to quote the podcast, and that, then that, that brings you in as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault too. You know what? I'll take that. I will take that. I will take your expertise, and I will put money on it. How's that? No, I would. I, I would not put a dime on it. But uh, yeah, for Cam pre- Mack. Oh, pre- uh, yeah, Cam Mack. Uh, go ahead. No, for previous podcasts, neither one of us are good gamblers, so don't go with that. No, 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 yeah. I am not a gambler, so. Um, yeah, exactly. Neither one of us are, so, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Everyone that was worried. Yeah, they were worried about Cam Mack, whether he was going to be eligible or not. I guess he's just taking an online class, and he is pretty sure he's passed it, so people just. I, I just I think that's kind of part of the media. It's like, is there something we should be worried about? He's at Salt, you know, maybe Lake, I, he's know, at a, Salt Lake Community College. What's there to get in trouble with over there? 
No, but he's taking it's an online class. And so he's at Nebraska. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, but um, stay away from the football team. I'm just like, I'll get busted with yeah. weed. Oh, yeah. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Someone posted a video on Twitter of like a, oh, the, what's his name? ESPN is very like, like, stay off the weed. Um, anyways, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, don't worry about Cam Mack. I I think that should be fine. So I was very interested. Someone I was interested though is that Hoiberg and everyone closes. Oh, I'm not going to say the word, but he said the at practice. Really? And uh, I find, yeah, I and I actually am somewhat interested in that. Uh, not because I don't think he should or shouldn't say it, but it's the fact that he knew the media. Oh, I know, no, he knew the media was there. And he said, anyway, so I, I'm like, he, you know, he's very comfortable in his skin, obviously. And uh, he's just like, yeah, maybe that's just how he normally is. He, I guess it was uh, the, the, the players were going about half speed in his mind. And uh, he said, you know, stop going half speed, you know. So uh, I thought that was very interesting. I know that I, from my saying, Miles was not a stranger to swearing to his players, but uh, I thought that in front of the media, you know, you, you, you think things would be buttoned up or whatever, but you know, Hoyberg's like, hey, if you guys want to be here, then I guess you're going to hear how it goes. So <laughs> We're going to put on a practice. We're uh, going to make it real. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's, in a nutshell, I think that's about basically everything we, we could get out of practice that we were not invited to. Am I correct? <laughs> I would say the last important thing I had, not really, or two things. He has that four point arm. Really cool, I thought, with Charlie Easley from Lincoln Pius, he's a walk on. So a lot of people think he. He looks the part like he might play this year. And if we need a point guard, by the way, th- speaking of Cam Mack, you know, maybe if he got hurt or whatever, you know, that's pretty cool. And I hope that he does well. Because uh, I think I put, like I said, I think I played with one of his brothers in college. Um, I know it's a bunch of easily so Lincoln bias, but I got from practice that we weren't at. Uh, oh, and just, just from a coaching perspective, and then I'll end it on this. Things that that the, the media talked about was how uh, one thing that Holdberg emphasizes is minimal dribbling. I am huge on this, and thing drives me nuts more than a kid who catches a pass and then starts dribbling for no reason, or just does about ten dribbles and gets nowhere, and then passes it. Because when you do that, then you're the. De- it's set and, and that happened a lot with nebraska last year a lot of like catching it you know then here here comes um here comes, ooh, let me you know and, and uh no the defense is just sitting there you know so i'm excited about that so man, that's all i really got for practice i didn't see 
So that's good. That's good. Again, you're totally going off media who thinks that they know what they're doing. They do a good job. They're fine. Yeah. So anyway, you know, with, with <laughs> we the appreciate off, with the off season, with the off season, we uh, we've been going off top five lists, whether they're in order, not in order, random order. We've been making them happen. And this week, we've had a request from the Grand Poobah of Coronation Podcasting, and that is to do top five sports movies. Right, Nate? <laughs> That's true. Now, we're going to do a li- top five sports movies. You know, we're, we're looking at our, our demographic, but we're going to do a little change up here. We are going to do top five sports movies, but with diehard rules. Now, for those of you unfamiliar with Die Hard rules, we're going. It's it's the film Die Hard, and that is some and many. You know, some many, depending on who you know, believe that Die Hard is a Christmas movie because Die Hard takes place during the Christmas season. Correct, Nate? You know what? I would not have been able to answer that question except for probably like three or four months ago when I saw Die Hard for the first time. It's it's been going on for a few years. It's not terribly <laughs> yes. old, I don't think. But the idea is that Die Hard is technically a Christmas movie because it takes place during Christmas. So we're going to take those rules and apply it to this and state that we're going to do top five sports movies, but it's of films that may not necessarily sports movies in themselves, but have a sporting event within them, whether that's in the movie itself, on TV, in the background... So the most minute sports reference within it makes it a sports film. So with that said, Nate, would you like to start this off? Yeah, sure. Um, So my number five is Oblivion. It's a movie. It's a sci-fi movie. Tom Cruise is uh, works. His job is to kind of scan the earth and his ship after, and this is a post-apocalyptic type of thing. He flies down to repair a drone and, uh, he happens to be, uh, landing in New York giant stadium, but there's nothing there, but you can just barely tell it's a stadium. And he puts on his new York, his, uh, New York Yankees hat and then gets to work. So that, that's my number five sports movie. Nice. My number five is train spotting because they play soccer in it. That's it. <laughs> I love train spotting. It's a great film. If you ever, if you, if you ever want to give your kids oh, a reason man. to not do heroin or any drugs whatsoever, plop them in front of the TV and, and, and play them train spotting. But they also play soccer in it. So, yeah, number five, train spotting. I am trying to get through that movie. Still, really? I like I watch I, it. I'm like, guys get depressed. It. I get depressed. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I, I, I'm trying. I, I've heard people love that. So I always try to watch those movies. And I, I'm trying, but I, I'm like three fourths <laughs> carries. Uh, um, actually, I think there's a lot. Of, I have taken a lot from that and saying, yeah. Yes, more things and all that. If people don't know, if people don't know that he says yes to everything, and then things go well and not so well. Um, but there is a 
scene where he and his uh, girlfriend end up going to a Nebraska football game. You can always a, a clip of Bill Callahan, I think, right? Coming out of the tunnel. But uh, yeah, that's my number four sports movie. Yes, man. Terrible movie, but yeah, no, good. <laughs> good. It's a good Nebraska movie. It's a good Nebraska movie. My number four film is Dazed and Confused, because in the main sport, which you never see but is always referenced in high school, is football. And whether the main character is going to play it or not, because he hangs out with delinquents and smokes pot all the time and drinks beer. Taking place in the 1970s, it's, it's a great period piece, if you will. So yeah, my number four is Dazed and Confused. Okay. Uh, it's very yeah, it's a, it's a good film. I don't know if, if kids today would appreciate it as much as we probably did. If you're into hazing, I could be wrong. watch Days and Confused. If you're into 70s rock, watch Days oh, and yeah, Confused. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. If you're mm. into muscle cars, watch Dazed and Confused. If you're interested in, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. So you're thinking of? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Um, talking about high school girls while being noticeably in his 20s, watch Days and Confused. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's a lot of Think great, about the there's a, there's a lot of great one-liners in that film. Yes. Uh, the, yeah, what's the... Uh, I keep... Or they, or they keep on being the same age or I get older or something like that. I keep that's, getting older yeah. and they stay the same age. It's a creepy, yeah. <laughs> creepy line. I don't think that would go today. No, it shouldn't have gone back in the. It's it's not a good line, <laughs> but it's one of many uh, lines. If you, want, if you want to see, uh, oh Stuff. gosh, there's a lot. If you if you want to see some paddling, if you want to see a, uh, you know, mailbox baseball, if you want to see, oh man, you know, it's it's just a great film. It's a great film. It's high school back in the seventies and through the late nineties. To be honest with you. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. What's your number three? By the way, I okay. So when it comes to being scared of certain things, ghosts and all that don't really scare me. Or like uh, slasher films don't scare me, but alien films freak me out. And uh, I saw this movie in the theater i still remember where i can picture it and it scared the crap out of me it's not even that's that's scary looking back on it now but you know we're in the country and i swear i saw an alien but like that was so ingrained in my brain and uh but signs uh uh um if i said mel gibson he's in it but Shyamalan's the director. Uh, there's, you know, one of the heroes of the movie is, is a former um, minor league baseball player. And uh, I don't want to ruin it for anybody else, but, you know, he saves the day in a sense with his. This is a sports movie. So there you go. Nice. I, you know, I've only seen parts of Signs. But I like the reference. That was a good one, man. Hey, there's a. Uh, it's 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 
you gotta watch the whole way through. And uh, yeah, I, I enjoy it. So nice. No, that's a good one. My number three is one of my favorites. It's Rushmore. Have you ever seen Rushmore? I've never seen it. It's I'll put great. it on my my to do list. Oh, it 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 put on the top. It's a great film. And in there, there's a couple little sporting-esque things, but at, at one point, there's kite flying. I'm going to count kite flying as a sport. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, okay. Yeah. yeah we're, Did we're, you say anything else about that movie? It's great. It, 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 uh... It's about this young man who wants to highly succeed, does not have the means to do so, in a private institution. It's got Bill Murray. It's got some um, coming-of-age moments within it. It's uh, in a very innocent way. And um, it, it's got great references. It's just, go watch Rushmore. It, it's a great film. And, you know, th- there's great literary references. It's, you know, it, it, it's about how to succeed. It, 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 God, I'm I'm blank on, on on anything else on it. I was really stuck on the whole kite flying thing in regards to it. But uh, does yeah, it have yeah. anything to do with Mount Rushmore? None does, really whatsoever. No. Okay, yeah, but so, it's do you no, know why it, they call it Rushmore? If you asked me ten years ago, I would have said yes. Oh, I knew, okay. and I would explain yeah. it. But it's been a while since I've seen it, though. It's yeah, it's one of those films like I love it. I haven't seen it in forever, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's a great reason on. Somebody's I, somebody's gonna give me crap online. And you know what? That's why we do this podcast to be called out. Though very few people call us out. So <laughs> call me out on Rushmore. But uh yeah, kite flying is 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 the main connection there. So yeah, there we go. There you go. Nate, what's, uh, your, what's your number two? Yeah, number two. Uh Silver Linings Playbook. Have you seen that? Yeah, great. I liked it. I thought it was a good film. Yeah. I I, I love that film. Uh, there is a scene. Okay. So, um, I don't want to get too much into it, but there's a lot of sports betting going on throughout the whole film. Excelsior. And that kind of leads up to the end. Yeah. Excelsior. <laughs> and, uh, there's some, okay. By the way, here, this is this, this is uh, exactly what happens in the movie. They're like, that sounds horrible, but you know, it's like, it, it's, it's great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the scene at the end, one of my favorite all-time scenes uh, for movies when they're, you know, because they're dancing and they get a, a I don't want to ruin it, but they get a terrible score and everyone doesn't, you know, doesn't react how they react and it's great. So that's my number two. That's a good one. I haven't watched that in a while. I watched it when it came out, and uh, yeah, no, it's very good. It was kind of a breaking out for Jennifer Lawrence, wasn't it? It wasn't her first one by any way, shape, or means, but it was kind of one of the ones that kind of made her a major Hollywood star, wasn't it? Yeah, I was. I think uh, the movie, the books, uh, kids all fight each other to the death. Uh, I never read any of them. I didn't either. But she was in those books. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think that's kind of got her. This type of movie probably got her. I don't want to say respected because I, I have no clue. But, you know, I mean, because it's like, oh, yeah, she can do a different role type of movie. She can do great. So, uh, 
Yeah, it's nice. Thought I better stop. Yeah. So, what was your number two? My number two is Goodwill Hunting, uh, and I know ooh, you... what's your sports. Well, it's based in the Boston area. I'm trying to think. So it's it's basically yeah. any major. They talk about sports throughout the film, but the big one, and you're gonna have to help me out on this because I didn't write this down. I can't remember. But it all goes back to was it the '83 World Series where Boston blew it? Yeah, I'm not gonna remember that. Oh God, I should have written this stuff down. Anyway, there's a huge reference halfway through the film with 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 Robin Williams' character about you know having tickets to go to that game. And God, if I was a good Boston fan, which I'm not whatsoever, because I could care less. Uh, Anyway, I think it was like the 82, 83, 45, 86 World Series, somewhere in there. Uh, they reference it where, where Boston blows it. I can't remember the player either. Um, you know, before they became, you know, powerhouse back in the aughts. Uh, so, yeah, no, great film. Um, really developed the whole Matthew, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck bromance powerhouse that they are right now before they, you know, went off to their, se- you know, separate areas. Um and love lives and all that other stuff that they do. But uh, no, great film. Really, really great film about uh, a savant. My number one sports movie for me is Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Uh, Jim Carrey. I think the movie is so hilarious. My wife hates it, which makes me love it even more. But there's some great sports moments. You know, Dan Marino getting carried off and um, him which is kind of hilarious is they, I think it was the Super Bowl or was it a playoff game that he was missing and they were still playing it as if that'd be a normal thing to do that someone was kidnapped. And it's just great. And the best scene is at the end when Ace Ventura, you know, and Jim Carrey is beating the crap out of uh, the uh, mascot. And so that's my number one sports movie. That's another one I haven't seen in forever. Such a great film. Makes me want to go buy some isotoners. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's okay. <laughs> Those are some good gloves. I should go see if they even still make them. I should buy them just because. Yeah. You know, take a picture. Anyway. I think you can take a picture. My number one <laughs> sports film under diehard rules. What? Go ahead. Is Goodfellas. And I took one of your reasonings behind it. There's sports gambling in it. That's it. It's a great film, great screenplay, great acting. Brought Ray Liotta into the lexicon. Uh, gave a good rundown over organized crime in the 70s and 80s. Um, the main character is he ended up uh, hiding out. Uh, under witness protection in Nebraska, North Platte, if I remember right. So the Nebraska connection. So yeah, no, Goodfellas, number one sports film. Yeah. Period. Yeah, the guy that At got me. Yeah, the guy that um, was in Nebraska got in trouble in Nebraska for selling drugs, and he he was working at a pizza place. I think, if I understand that correctly. I think ecstasy, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know what it was, but it's funny. It's like you can't stay away from. I think it was actually he he 
He died not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like I want to say two or three years ago, or maybe it's more than that. But yeah, hey, I think you. I I think those are. I think you're. You have. Those are five great sports movies that you have listed, and so I think that does a great benefit for our uh, listeners to know those are your top five sports movies. Period of all time. Of all time. Well, <sighs> well. Before we Good go, times. I, I, dude, I think we should give a shout out, right, to the Five Fire Podcast. You know, the number one podcast on the Coronation Network. Yes, we say it that we were number one, but we just say we just say that because we're number one in your hearts and not in your minds, but in your hearts. So. Uh, we gotta listen to them. Yeah, They're and then what's, what's John's? What's John's names now? Uh, the post life crisis, I believe. John's uh, post life crisis, I think. Yeah, listen to it. We've yeah, got three podcasts on this network. You should listen to all of them. Yep. Keep downloading them. You know, uh, someone told me we have that we have a pretty good uh, rating on Apple and iTunes on the pot the app. Uh, which you know, which is great. So you know, give us ratings so people get to hear about us more. And you know, as always, contact us. You know, if you if there's a top five you want us to do, and it's totally out of left field, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, so exactly, yeah. So you know, contact us. Let us know. Uh, we hear from some of you, uh, and we want to keep on hearing from more of you. So. You know, thanks for listening, and that's all I got. Unless something that you want to say, Patrick. That is everything. We hit everything on the head. This is a wonderful podcast. Have a good one, folks. Bye. <laughs> that was literally the worst. Ah. Uh.